Hi y'all, it's Lita Gore, filling in for Ike Morgan for today's Down in Alabama. Let's take a look at what's going on and a taxing anniversary, pun intended. On this day, August 17th in 1909, Alabama became the first state in the country to ratify the 16th Amendment. It would take another four years before the requisite 36 states would approve the new amendment. And what is it, you ask? Well, the 16th Amendment gives Congress the power to collect taxes on income, solidifying a process that had been on and off since the establishment of the colonies. In other words, you can thank Alabama for getting the ball rolling on what would eventually become the IRS and the annual tradition of paying income taxes. So, thanks a lot for that one. Now, let's see what else is going on. Nine months ago, Sean Esafani was in a Fairhope hospital dealing with the effects of pneumonia and COVID-19. The 58-year-old pulled through, however, and now the operator of Seam Automotive Group in South Alabama is putting his own money behind the push for vaccines. Esfahani is offering $100,000 in a 10-week sweepstakes that's for Mobile and Baldwin County residents. It's pretty simple. Get a jab and be entered to win $1,000. As many as 10 winners will be selected each week through the drawing at Eastern Shore Toyota in Daphne. The dealership is doing more than just offering money, though. Thomas Hospital is also setting up a vaccine clinic, and last Tuesday... As many as 100 people showed up for their shot. Esfahani said he has a goal of getting 1,000 people vaccinated. The father of CIA officer Mike Spann, the first American known to be killed in combat in Afghanistan, said watching scenes of Americans leaving the country amid the approach of a resurging Taliban is heartbreaking. Speaking to AL.com's Carol Robinson, Johnny Spann, who lives in Winfield, Alabama, asked how America can save face when we make promises that we don't keep. By leaving Afghanistan, we've been defeated, he said. We're just handing it over to the Taliban. The Taliban moved into Kabul on Sunday, bringing an end to a two-decade campaign in which the U.S. and its allies had tried to transform the war-torn nation. The country's western trained security forces collapsed or fled ahead of the planned withdrawal of the last American troops at the end of the month. At least seven people died during Chaos Monday as an American military jet took off as the Afghans trying to flee hung on to the plane. Johnny Spann said his son, who died during a prison revolt, is just one example of the sacrifice that many feel now is in vain. That's the reason my son went, he said, because he loved America. That's why all these other people have gone and sacrificed their lives. What about all the sacrifices that America has made to keep America free in the past 20 years, and then we just give it away overnight? It's sickening. It's shameful. On another note, an Alabama lawmaker is proposing legislation that would prohibit school systems in the state from requiring students to wear a mask. Representative Andrew Sorrell of Muscle Shoals said it should be up to parents as to whether their children wear masks in schools. His efforts come at the request of a Huntsville group, Unmask Our Kids, 
which is pushing to have local mask ordinances overturned. As of last week, 58 of Alabama's 149 public school districts, magnet, and charter schools, including some of the largest ones in the state, are requiring students and teachers to wear masks as the state sees a surge in COVID cases. On that note, I'll sign off. Join us tomorrow for more of what's going on down in Alabama.